welcome to this Sunday morning meeting podcast from Kingdom Faith Yorkshire. Today's message is by Paul Abel. Anyway, praise God, back to me here. Uh, this morning, we don't have a, a Skype interview. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. It just didn't get didn't happen for this week i know how much people have enjoyed them well i'm assuming you enjoy them by the comments we get if you want to see more of those and want to hear more of those please you know let us know in the comments it's kind of august so you know it's uh, normally we'd be doing short services at the summit right now i don't know whether we're particularly going to be short it's shorter because you don't have to walk to the summit and walk home again you know um and this morning I really want to get into uh, two gifts of the Spirit. Now, Jesus said that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Yeah. But how does that power manifest? And do we have an expectation of that power to manifest? I think one of the things that God is doing in this time, this time of church reset, is not only making us realize that there is a power of God that's available, say, when we have the big meetings and big events, but that the power of God, the Holy Spirit, is there for us in our households, in our house churches, in our gardens, on the streets. And that really is the church reset, a church that is actively moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're seeking to do as we uh, we've been, we we talked about the gift of prophecy. Uh, we've talked about the gift of speaking in tongues. And this week we're going to talk about the gifts of words of knowledge and words of wisdom, words of knowledge and words of wisdom. Walk and wow. Um, so let's have a look. Let's just go back to where we started last week to see what Paul himself wrote to the church in Corinth about this, about this use of spiritual gifts. My fellow believers, I don't want you to be confused about spiritual gifts, for you know full well that when you were unbelievers, you were often led astray in one way or another by your worship of idols which are incapable of talking to you. Therefore, I want you to have an understanding of the following. This is really key to understanding the use of gifts. And Paul goes on to say, No one speaking by the Spirit of God would ever say, Jesus is the accursed one. Okay, so if they're cursing Jesus or they're talking about Jesus as cursed, that's not the Holy Spirit because they are one. No one can say, Paul says, Jesus is the Lord Yahweh, unless the Holy Spirit is speaking through him. A lot of translations will say Jesus is Lord because the Greek has no uh, real word there, for, uh, equivalent of Yahweh. It would just it just says Jesus is kurio, which is the Greek for Lord. It's, an, it's a lot like our word for Lord. It could be generally applied to human beings as well. Uh, in the Aramaic translation, it does put in the Lord Yahweh. And of course, it's not just about saying some magic words, Jesus is Lord. It's about declaring that Jesus is God. He is the Lord Yahweh. He is the creator as well, Elohim. And you can't say Jesus is Lord in truth and reality without the Holy Spirit speaking through you. It's the same Holy Spirit, Paul says, that continues to distribute the different varieties of gifts. Gifts manifest in different ways in different people. Uh, the Lord Yahweh is one, and he is the one who apportions to believers different kinds of ministries. So there is a oneness in what God does. Some people might flow stronger in words of knowledge than others, but the same Holy Spirit is in us all. The same God 
distributes different kinds of miracles that accomplish different results through each believer's each believer's gift and ministry as he energizes and activates them. So what we're looking at with the gifts is the Holy Spirit energizing and activating you. Each believer, says Paul, is given a continuous revelation by the Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself, but everyone. And that's 1 Corinthians 12 from the Passion Translation, uh, because it just puts it in a fresh way for us this morning. So words of knowledge and words of wisdom, don't be confused by them. I've got three. If you're making notes, it's always a good thing to make some notes. Uh, I've got three B's for you. Not B's buzz, but B. Uh, careful, be warned, and be a blessing. If you write those down, those are three key things key things to remember as we go into these uh, understandings. Firstly, be careful. What does that mean? Well, any word that goes beyond Scripture must always be rejected. There's not an exception to this. If someone says they've got a word from God, no matter how emphatic they are, but it contradicts scripture, it contradicts what the word of God itself says, then it is not a word from God because the word and the spirit are one. They cannot differ. You cannot get a prophetic word that you need to divorce your wife because God doesn't want you to get divorced. Do people get divorced? Absolutely. Of course they do. Can they be completely and utterly forgiven? Of course they can. And even in some cases, you know, people can end up separated through domestic abuse. Well, the covenant of marriage has been broken in that domestic abuse. But you're not going to get a general word to go and marry another woman, or you're not going to get a general word to have sex with another person when you're already married. It just is not going to happen. It's not in the scripture. So be careful. Number one, it's got to agree with the Bible. Be, uh, be warned was the next one. Um, there's always been in Christianity sort of, uh, well, and in many religions, if we're honest, sort of heretical fringe groups, sects uh, that uh, have special knowledge or secretive knowledge. Always be wary. As soon as you hear it's secretive or, or secret knowledge, that's not going to be God because God wants the truth to be known all over the world. He doesn't have secretive knowledge. Um, as we grow and mature, we may learn of God more things that we didn't know before. But God does not set something up to be purposely secretive. The Son of God came to be known. OK, so the words of knowledge are not going to be uh, things to be secretive about, things not to share or even uh, words of knowledge are definitely not some secret knowledge about God that enables you to form a group that nobody else knows. It's just not God. OK, uh, and if, it, if if people are doing that. It, it's a cult. Uh, be a blessing. Uh, words of knowledge are to be a blessing. Okay, they're to release health. They're to release safety. They're to release freedom. They and they bring glory to God. They always do that. A, a, a very rare kind of word of knowledge might be to bring somebody to repentance. Maybe we'll come back to that. It is a very rare one, but it will still be for the blessing. Because the repentance will be to bring the person back into relationship with God. But listen, if you're not uh, a person who's been walking in the spirit and mature of God, uh, probably in you, you'll all be you're going to be in a leadership position. You're not going to have words of repentance for people. God doesn't work like that. He 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 cares for people. He doesn't bring random things in from a, a, just a, a random person that you're a sinner. He doesn't do it. He loves you. It's about relationship. 
So those three things, be careful, be warned, and be a blessing, are three things to bear in mind as we look at everything else, okay? So Jesus, when he was praying, uh, he, he said that he gives us the gift of eternal life. I'm sure we all know that. This is from John 17. And he goes on in the prayer that eternal life means to know and experience you as the only true God. He's praying to God to know and experience you as the only true God and to know and experience Jesus Christ as the son whom you have sent. I see people liking that statement. That's a good statement to like straight from scripture. Eternal life. So let's also understand this because knowledge is not just words of knowledge are not the way we come to know God per se. Knowledge of God is a knowledge and a relationship and experience of God. I think it's good putting in that word experience. It's not just something dry. Uh, it, it's something really active and, and positive and energetic. So words of knowledge, they flow out of our relationship with God. OK, the Holy Spirit reveals things to us out of our relationship with him because it's our spirit listening to the Holy Spirit. And words of knowledge can reveal things about the past, the present or the future. You're probably already beginning to see how closely linked these are words of knowledge to the gift of prophecy. They are words of knowledge, words of wisdom, the gift of prophecy. They're all very closely linked. And in some ways they are similar. Paul does list them distinctively when he's talking to the Corinthians. So what words of knowledge do we see in operation in the Bible? If there was no words of knowledge in operation, it would make us wonder about what Paul was writing there in Corinthians, although it would still be in the Bible. But it's also confirmed by the way people hear God. And of course, this is what you should always do. If you get a, a, a verse and you think, wow, that's unusual. I've never heard that before. It will always be confirmed by scripture itself. There'll always be something else there in the Bible that affirms it. And if there isn't, it's probably some matter of misunderstanding or not really getting what is written down there because God always confirms and affirms through his word, just as words of knowledge must be affirmed or consistent with the word of God. So what examples are there of words of knowledge? Well, a word of knowledge is really hearing from God and then it's something to do. I think that's important too. Words of knowledge are never for entertainment. They're never just to make people go, ooh, that's clever, or, or you know, or, or, or some parlor trick. They are to enable something to happen, something of God to uh, cause things to change. So... Ananias, remember him? If you've been watching the Church Reset series, we, we talked about Ananias recently. Ananias was the guy that heard God. What was the word he got from God? It was that he was to go and visit Saul of Tarsus. Remember, Saul was persecuting the church, so that was a pretty scary word of God. Go and visit Saul of Tarsus. He got the information that he was living in Judah's house on Straight Street. It's not unusual for words of knowledge to give you details about a person. It's not for entertainment. I've already said that. Why? So why would God do that kind of thing? Because it lifts faith in the people hearing it. And he tells Ananias, the word is to lay hands on uh, Saul because it will restore his sight. It brings healing. Or well, how about the two disciples who Jesus says, go into the city and watch for a man carrying an earthenware pitcher of water and follow him. 
You say, well, that's just Jesus talking to disciples. Well, that's exactly what words of knowledge are. It's Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, talking to us, his disciples, give us instructions to do things that we wouldn't otherwise know. So that, of course, if you don't recognize it, was when the two disciples found that man and followed him, able to then ask at the house, it was how the Passover, the last one where Jesus sort of... Uh, started Christianity with, with the cup and the bread. The last night with his disciples before his crucifixion, it was that how that room was arranged. It came from a word from God, specific to go and do something. Uh, and Cornelius, he had a word from God, even before he's really flowing in things of God here. He was a God-fearer. He, he hears that he has a, a word. He needs to summon Peter to his home and listen to Peter's message. Okay, notice that this word is to somebody who's not yet become a Christian, but it's a word that affects them. Okay, it's a word that's telling them to do something. It's not a word being given to them to give to somebody else. Words come in the modern age too. I remember at Faith Camp, uh, I, I just picked this one out of, of many because it's one that often people remember. Now at Faith Camp, which we used to do around this time of year down in Peterborough showground there, uh, in the mornings at eight o'clock, Kingdom Faith Yorkshire would do one of the early morning pray and prayers session or eight o'clock as we usually just called them. And it was really just half an hour of prayer and praise and, and, and some element of the word coming in. Uh, and often we ministered in healing and words of knowledge and words of wisdom during that time. It was just something that happened. And I remember God giving me a word uh, of knowledge and it was um, for a person in the room a man who uh, then god told me was wearing a t-shirt well big deal there's lots of t-shirts at faith camp he told me it was a striped t-shirt and i really can't remember i think it was that the stripes went horizontal not vertical uh, and then god told me what unit he was on and also that uh, previously he'd been to the doctors the previous week to the doctors uh, there were a few other details in there, but it was a very specific word that narrowed this person down to this unit. Uh, and that person raised their hand. That's me. They fit, fitted all the criteria and they were healed of a serious uh, issue in their life, physically healed. And of course, it was the word that excited the faith. Another time I was driving through Scarborough and I just give personal examples because um it, it then perhaps brings it home to everybody. Maybe you've got examples you want to share in the chat as well. Uh, I was driving through town and God told me to go to uh, another building in the town. Just go there. And I thought, oh, it must be to visit this person who was part of our team that worked there. And I hadn't been to see them yet. And I thought, oh, that's great. I'll go and see them. But when I got there, the person that was running the place said, oh, thank God you're here. Uh, we need you to deal with this problem. And I was led in to see this other person in a room. And uh, the short version of the story really is through the gift of discernment, I could see that there was something demonic going on here. But uh, forget the Hollywood, spe Hollywood special effects. There was none of that. Uh, you, it, the, the, this spirit, if you like, was under authority. So I'm just talking to this woman in an interview room anyway. It's not a church setting in that way. And uh, as I as I talk, I uh, in our conversation, yeah, sure, there were a few things like eyes and uh, and a strange voice, but nothing like Hollywood. And I just addressed this issue 
uh, and any manifestations, I, I said, don't do that. Uh, and just to say, the short version is this woman was completely set free of this, uh, this power over her uh, and as a result uh, became a Christian and was set free from all kinds of things. They'd, they'd been involved in, in different occult practices in the past and uh, it just brought a freedom. Uh, so it was a word of knowledge that brought the faith really to me, to that situation, to address what was going on in being sent there in the first place and then how God told me things as I went into that situation. Um, and of course, we all share the uh, word of knowledge that, that, that said to us as Kingdom Faith, you will have a building in the town centre, which we held on to even at times when it looked like the kind of building we were looking for just did not exist. And yet God had said, you'll have a community centre with a coffee shop based right in the centre of the town. And at the right time, and it was God's timing, we were able to, we found the summit, as we, as we now call it. It was the snooker hall and nightclub at the time, or it had been closed for six months, but it had been. And praise God for what provision it was. And uh, another word that we'd had going in, I think Kate had had it, was that God would have prepared the building for us. And because it had been owned by uh, a national snooker club, so much work had been done in that building, which prepared it just for us. The kind of work we would never have had the finance to do in the way the new entrance was put in, the lift was put in and everything else. We did do work in the building. We, we did quite a lot of work in terms of route, but most of it was work that we could do ourselves. We didn't need specialist help. And the money we'd been putting aside for that time was was enough to enable all the work to go ahead and put in everything that we put in ourselves even things like that hub bar uh, although we changed it slightly and, and made it a little bit more open of course and opened up the front windows it was there it was provided for us but again that had been a prophetic word to encourage us to move forward in the promise of a town center building and i suppose bring reassurance as we got that building as well so praise god for that so what else can we say about words of knowledge? And then we just have a touch on towards the end words of wisdom as well, because it's so closely related. So Matthew chapter seven, verse uh, 15 onwards. This is Jesus speaking to the to people listening. Constantly be on your guard against phony prophets. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge are often very prophetic. So it, it's a, a good word for here. They come disguised as lambs, appearing to be genuine, but on the inside they are like wild, ravenous wolves. Wow. If that's not a word of warning, I don't know what is. You can spot them. This is the key thing. By their actions. For the fruits of their character will be obvious. You won't find sweet grapes hanging on a thorn bush, and you'll never pick a good fruit from tumbleweed. So, if the tree is good, it will produce good fruit. But if the tree is bad, it will only bear rotten fruit and it deserves to be cut down and burned. Look at the obvious fruit of their lives and ministries and you'll know whether they are true or false. Okay, that is really plain instruction from Jesus. And this is always an absolutely key way. Really, when anybody is ministering in the spirit, you need to understand the fruit or the lack of in their lives okay if it's not there don't trust that word if uh, if somebody's lifestyle 
is one of habitual sin. They're not going to bring words straight from the heart of God to you until they've repented of that sin. And, and look at what's around them. What's the fruit of their lives? You know, um, what do you see? Is it things of God? Do their lives and do people, do you look at their lives and think, praise God for what God's done in that person and what God is doing in that person as well? That's really important. Do their lives, do what they do, does it create love? Does it create peace? Does it create healing? Does it bring truth? Does it bring righteousness? Now, you've got to allow for immaturity here because even new believers or even Cornelius had a word from God, but we're also talking about ministering Ministering here. Even uh, young believers can have uh, a word from God, but the more powerful, the more instructive, the more detailed that word is, the more you need to know it's rooted in these positive things of the Holy Spirit. If someone routinely uh, is causing arguments, uh, dissension, division, they, they gossip, they cause strife. I would be extremely wary of anything that they say this is God because it's you from out of the mouth flows what's within a person. And if the, everything around that person is strife and gossip, then it's difficult to see a word of love and peace flowing out of that person. Okay, these are really key things. I'm not talking about it must come from perfect people because we are saved by his mercy and saved by his grace. Okay, but this is what Jesus said, not what Paul said. Are they a good witness? Are they bringing glory to God? Their lives, do people say praise Jesus or do they say praise? I can't, I want to say a name because I picked somebody who's watching. All right, let's, let's pick the name Petronius. Praise Petronius. That's amazing what he has done or what she has done. Okay, if that's what's going on when they are ministering and they're not doing anything about it, they accept it again. Be warned. Or is it, is it that that person, they're just simply full of themselves and you realize that even their, even the things they do that look good are often self-serving there to meet their needs uh, rather than all the praise and glory going to God. They receive the praise and glory. These are things that are warnings uh, to be extremely wary. I wouldn't say you necessarily just completely and utterly reject it, but it would have to be confirmed by two or three others if anything is coming in that direction and certainly make no decisions based on that. You say, oh, I might miss God. If this is God, he will uh, honor you for being wise and listening to Jesus' words and testing that word thoroughly. If, if you think, I'm not sure because of that way that person lives their life, then put it in the not sure box, okay? If, you're if their life is completely like that, don't even entertain it at all. Just reject it immediately because you don't want something deceptive being accepted in any way. Anyway, Paul wrote to Timothy and he said this, I am writing to encourage you to fan into flames and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gifts of God imparted to you when I laid hands on you. For God will never give you a spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love and a sound mind or self-control. Paul was saying, fan these gifts into flame. And I think this is really, really important for us as a church right now across the board. A group of people saved by the blood of the Lamb, saved by God, washed clean, 
who worship God, putting God first in their lives. No, none of us are achieving perfection, but all of us that are trying to walk with God. Okay, we're all trying to walk with God. God wants us to be ministering in the power of God. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Let's reopen the box of words of knowledge and words of wisdom. Um, we're coming to that in about three or four minutes. Okay, what do words of knowledge look like? Because it can be deceptive. They definitely are words, but it's 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 a prophetic communication from God. All right. Remember, if it's coming from God, it's something. It's from the heart of God. It's going to reveal the heart of God, which is love. But you may have a picture. Uh, you may have a vision. A vision is moving pictures. A picture is something still. And in a prayer time or ministry, you might just say, I see a football and it looks like this. Does that mean anything to anybody? And if it's from God, it's going to mean something from somebody. If you're in an upfront ministry, there's not always an immediate response because sometimes people, uh, it means something to them or the word is there, but they don't want, they, 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 you know, they, they don't want to answer. Uh, they're frightened of the fact that God is speaking. That happens. Uh, you might have a dream. It can be a dream. Now, of course, we can all dream all sorts of things, and that can be uh, dependent on the pizza topping we had last night. So we must still be testing these things, but we can have dreams from God. Dreams from the Holy Spirit. You can even have a word of knowledge that is pain in your body. I, I have often had this experience. You say, well, that sounds a bit weird. Well, it's not really, because if you're praying with people uh, or you're in a healing situation, God shows you where the pain is in somebody else by you feeling uh, an expression of that pain in your own body. So you might suddenly develop this pain in your knee. And I know when that happens, when I'm especially in a, a ministry situation, that God has somebody with a pain in their knee. Now, the pain in their knee could be all sorts of things, and he might give me a word of knowledge or words of knowledge to explain more about that pain, or he might not. You know, it's just responding in faith. Sometimes people even act out something. I heard a story in a ministry situation uh, once of what happened was one of the teams suddenly crouched down uh, and, and started crying and, and they looked like they were hammering. Uh, and the person that they ministered to when they saw this one doing this, something came out that had never been revealed before and it brought an incredible amount of healing to that person. And what they saw was what had happened as a child. The person they were praying for had been sadly locked into a cupboard and used to bang on the door crying to get out. But nobody there knew that. That was a word from God. And somebody, the way God gave it to them, presumably the way God gave it to them was for the what it meant that the person who was being prayed to, that's how they would see this is from God. It's often the same when you're praying with people, ministering with people, you're constantly saying, how, Lord, how do we do this? Because a word of knowledge is always to do with doing something or looking forward to something or acting on that knowledge in some way. For the building word that I mentioned earlier, it was about believing for that building and actively looking for that building. Um, so there's always something to do. But and this is where it links in with the word of wisdom, really. You need the wisdom to know how to use it. What else, though, with words of knowledge? Well, often you only get something in part, and it's not till you start. 
I find that's very common with words of knowledge. You've just got a, f a couple of words and that begins something. And then as you speak and minister, more and more comes out. Numerous, numerous times have I been working with a team of guys in a ministry situation and they go into ministry, they go up to pray for people and they can feel absolutely um, empty. I, I, I've got nothing. But because they respond in obedience, which shows they have faith, they start to pray with somebody and words of knowledge begin to flow. Where, where do you do this? In your households, in your house churches, even online. We can be doing this with one another so that we practice. Because one of the amazing things with words of knowledge is we can have accurate words of knowledge with people that are not even in the church. And imagine how amazing it is when somebody comes to, comes to you and has knowledge that is freedom and loving and caring when and you suddenly realize it brings revelation of god okay sometimes you feel heat or tingling some people get tingling in their fingers some people get oil on their fingers these are all part of this gift it's it's a communication directing you to do something but remember with words you always share them you don't dictate them you're not there to say like this it is a faith building thing okay uh and you they always apply words always apply in in some way to a situation or to a person general knowledge of god is a relationship with god we touched on that at the beginning but words of knowledge are specific to a situation or to a specific person the person might not be present but usually there'll be somebody present who knows that person or maybe it's going to go on to a recording that they will later hear and if you have that don't think that god's called you to be a counselor just because you have some insight, you're not now a counsellor. In fact, the Holy Spirit is the counsellor. He is the wonderful counsellor. Okay? You need to share the word, as we said earlier. It's not about you You should do this, you ought to do this, you must do this. You're stepping out of the anointing when you do that. But instead, you share it because you must leave that person with free choice. God, Jesus himself, died to give us the freedom to choose not to be told by others what we're going to be doing and if we got into that kind of motion what often happens is what begins as a gift of god bringing freedom to people becomes something that develops a culture of controlling uh, and manipulation even if the original group of people never venture into that as you train and equip others if it's acceptable to do that it will then become uh, a controlling in the lives of others excuse me Praise God. So, words of wisdom, just to finish. Um, words of wisdom, one of the key things of words of wisdom is how to apply the knowledge of God. So that can be the knowledge of God that you have from your relationship with him. Remember, God gives you a continuous revelation out of our relationship with him, and the wisdom comes in how to apply that. But very much it works together with prophecy uh, and many of the other gifts uh, and words of knowledge in what to do with that word of knowledge. You see, Jesus, when he was with the Samaritan woman, he knew, word of knowledge, that this woman had been married many times and was now living uh, in adultery. But instead of hammering her with this word, his word of wisdom is, well, first of all, they just chat and talk about things that are important to her. And then, so in wisdom, he delays. Uh, and then in wisdom, he 
at some point says to her, go and fetch your husband. He knows she doesn't have a husband, but he's giving her the opportunity to reveal this knowledge rather than him just hammer her with it. He, he preserves, even the lady that's in sin, he's preserving her dignity. He's preserving her as a person and giving her the opportunity to respond. And of course, she does so amazingly, the whole town come to see Jesus. So a word of wisdom, a wow, uh, gives us insight on how to apply a word of knowledge or some revelation that we have, uh, or it uh, gives us wisdom in some kind of situation to help that situation be resolved, helped, or healed. Okay, it's not going to come to you with neon lights in the sky. It's just something that's going to come into your mind. What happens is the Holy Spirit speaks to your spirit, which then comes into your mind. So it's very similar to thought, which is another reason we test all these things and share all these things. It's why these are all body ministry. For example, spiritual wisdom can be found in the Bible, the whole, well, the whole Bible, but specifically as well, of course, the book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Uh, and Paul prayed, St. Paul, that is, that we would be uh, reservoirs of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. So there's a general wisdom of God, of knowing God that is applied. And then there's these words of wisdom, which are miraculous wisdom for a given situation, a given answer, a given application. And often that might be, for example, how to pray, how to minister. When I was with that person uh, that I've been called to, I was driving and I went to the building and I met them and I discerned something that was demonic. It was words of wisdom coming to me how to deal with it. There was no shouting. There was no commanding. There was just a looking uh, at the person straight in their eyes, straight at what it was and using very ordinary common language, just saying it's time for you to go now. OK, and when it did, which was wasn't doesn't didn't take long because that was the expectation uh the, the person was completely free so how to minister or how to pray if you're praying for pe many people for example in a ministry situation it, it god will often give different ways to pray for different people it's all about god communicating with that person that person being enabled to receive maybe you'll lay hands on them maybe you'll act it out maybe you'll have uh, you'll talk about a picture maybe you'll share about it in some other way ask god what to do with what he gives you don't just run into it charge on in ask god how do i deal with this information how do i deal with this revelation how do i what, what do you want me to do with this knowledge occasionally it may even be if you had a word of knowledge about somebody else it may the only thing god wants you to do is pray now don't use that as a get out clause never have to share because that's not that's always a bit more scary but that can happen as well that the word of knowledge is to enable you to share uh, in prayer with God and to intercede for that person. And maybe you'll intercede for a while and then there will come a time when it is appropriate to uh, talk to that person about it. But like Jesus, maybe you'll ask questions that gives the opportunity for that person to respond. You're never putting somebody on a spot. It's always about love. So with words of wisdom, Again, we often need to be in a, in a group with our church because others can discern. If you bring something about application in the group, others will discern, yes, this is of God. Or others will discern, I don't think that's right. Listen, if you really want to minister in words of knowledge and words of wisdom, you need to accept now that sometimes people are going to say, no, 
No, no. And if you can't cope with that, then get your heart right first about that because you've got to accept correction to enable you to minister in this gift or you'd just be too dangerous. You'd be a wild cannon firing some words that are really good and some words that are just... Words that are wrong can lead people completely off in the wrong path. Words of knowledge that are not words of knowledge could even put people in bondage to something because they're, they're, they believe it was said from God uh, and it never comes. This is why if we receive a word of knowledge from somebody else, don't just think, oh, that's God, write it in my diary, right, I got it. God will always confirm with two or three witnesses. And if he doesn't, it wasn't God. If he doesn't, it wasn't God. No matter how good it was, no matter how exciting it was, no matter how much it appealed to your heart, if you only have one, conf one word about it, no other confirmation, it's not God until you do. Okay? That's a real safety point. So others will determine the effectiveness of the wisdom and the ministry that comes from it will be positive and compassionate. Words of wisdom bring blessing. They bring healing. They bring help. They bring solutions and they bring amazement. Oh, wow. That was God. And the glory goes to God. The glory goes to Jesus. Remember, if people try to give you the glory for being so wise because you were the person operating in words of wisdom, you need immediately to say thank you because that's just polite. But praise God. That was from God. That was not from me. And try and, you know, sometimes people would think, oh, they're just saying that to be polite. No, it's not just about being polite. It's genuinely making sure that we don't take glory for the things that God does. OK, so that has been a bit of a crash course in words of wisdom, words of knowledge and using them. I hope you found it really helpful. Uh, you could always there was a lot packed in there in that time. So you might find it helpful to re-listen to this message when it comes back up or on the screen it's live at the moment uh, but if you're watching the record you can watch the recording later on you can go back and listen to it and a short time after it it comes up i actually put um if you're using a tablet or a laptop or something like that underneath the videos of all these kind of things you will see i put the time codes so you'll see uh, i don't know zero six dot dot zero zero uh word or worship uh, and you can click on the numbers and it jumps straight to that point in the video. So you can jump straight to the worship. I do that if I just want to watch some worship and worship God again. I'm definitely doing that with today's worship because that, that was that was really, really good. I really, especially at the end there, like I said, I really just wanted to stay in that place with the Lord. Uh, if we'd been live, we would have definitely done it again <laughs> or continued in something in the spirit. But um Yes, yeah, so you can click on those numbers and go to whatever you wanted. I'm just telling you that in case you didn't know it. Uh, but uh, we're going to go, let's just take like a couple of minutes and then we'll have some ministry to finish this morning. Uh, we've got a bit of time and I think we want to see people, uh, we're going to pray for people. You can pray in your households as well over one another because we need to see the release of this gifts of words of wisdom, words of knowledge. We need to see the church ministering in these again. It's such a powerful uh, way that the Holy Spirit ministers. It can cut through 10 years of counselling. Okay. And and so it, it is a powerful thing like that. Kirsty, thank you. She said, I really enjoyed that, Paul. 
I will definitely listen to it again. That's that's great. Um, lots of other different comments there. Um, Amanda, at work with guys, always ask me how to deal with their ex. Been there myself, try and help to take on board what to say and thank me. Yeah, Amanda, just ask God for words of knowledge and words of wisdom when you speak to those people and he will give it to you. But like you say, you can't then be thanked for being such a wise and wonderful person. Uh, you, you need to give the glory to God and you need to do it in a way that makes sense with people, particularly if you're with people that don't know Jesus. You know, don't just freak them out, but share it gently and wisely, which is what God will give you to enable you to do that. Just before we minister, I'm so, uh, I want to uh, mention this. Uh, sorry, it's almost a bit of an advert, but I should have, could have done it earlier. But if I don't do it now, uh, I won't get the opportunity. Uh, I'm just going to put up a screen that you'll see in the adverts. Uh, here it is. So, um, basically, we're on Amazon Smile. I don't know if you use Amazon sometimes and it comes up, would you like to give to a charity of your choice? Have you ever seen that? You can now select Kingdom Faith Yorkshire Trust because we are an official charity and then Amazon will donate from whatever you buy on Amazon. Uh, they will they will make a donation towards Kingdom Faith Yorkshire Trust. So I'm not going to go into the full details of how, uh, how you set it all up, but um, it is there on Amazon. If you've never set it up, you go to smile.amazon.co.uk and you can set it all up from that page. From then on, if you're doing it on a computer or a laptop, instead of going to amazon.co, you go to smile.amazon.co and it's that smile at the beginning that lets Amazon know you want to use uh, charity. Okay. Uh, if you use a phone or you use uh, some kind of app, you can also uh, set it up within the app once you've done the smile.amazon.co.uk bit you can set up your app to automatically use smile rather than straight amazon so that everything you buy on your app doesn't cost you any extra or anything like that a donation goes to the trust so i share that with you i hope you find that interesting and useful okay um let us just go into a time of just prayer let's just come before god for a minute father thank you father we thank you for the word today we father we thank you for these gifts that you have given to your church And Father, we pray that throughout Kingdom Faith Yorkshire, throughout people watching right now, wherever you are in the nation, whether you're in North Yorkshire, whether you're in Leicestershire, whether you're in Surrey, whether you're in London, whether you're in Cornwall, or whether you're in other nations around the world, Father, we pray that our faith would have been lifted up, our faith would have been stirred this morning to operate in this power of the Holy Spirit. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And Father, we pray that this power would manifest in us. Father, that we would dare, we would be bold, we would reject that spirit of fear, but walk in the spirit that gives us self-control, walk in the spirit that releases power, walk in the spirit of God. Father, 
that we would minister with words of knowledge and words of wisdom that in our households and in our in our house churches in the groups that we can meet at in father we would be operating in this gift of the Holy Spirit and we would flow stronger and stronger and stronger and not just an in-church thing Lord because this is also to enable us to communicate outside of church buildings outside of even our homes and communicate with people on our streets and have words of wisdom that bring freedom that change situations that even words of wisdom words of knowledge can even fix equipment you know a number of times people have said I had this word of knowledge <coughs> I had this word of knowledge and it enabled me to fix that car engine or sort that computer out. It's amazing how these things can happen. So Father, we reach out hands together and we pray, Lord God, we reach out hands wherever we are right now. Lay hands on yourself if you're on your own in a household of one. Lay hands on each other and pray for a release of this gift. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we pray for, even now, where people are, let the Holy Spirit speak through you. I was asking the Lord, are you giving me words of knowledge to minister right now? And he said, I suppose it is a word of knowledge. What I'm doing is releasing words of knowledge right now amongst anybody watching this. And that, and that can be the, one of the, some of the most courageous things. Just pray now or maybe pray uh, a little bit after this broadcast. Even if it means you can't get to Hub Online, that's fine. Maybe we even do some of this in Hub Online. Who knows? Pray for one another. Just be in God's presence and ask the Lord to speak to you particularly if people are facing situations maybe you'll just have wisdom for that situation people have been led to buy property through words of knowledge and wisdom obviously tested and been through all the things I've been talking about but Father let people minister to one another right now in Jesus name That's it, just take a couple of minutes. Hallelujah, thank you Jesus. Praying tongues sometimes helps. Often just to speak blessing over somebody is a gateway to releasing something of God and if you remember if you've got something that's just a few words just begin speaking and, and let uh, let more words come and everything will be tested just because something said this morning doesn't mean that's definitely of God and, and we can all be guilty of getting in the way ourselves a little bit and adding a little bit so we always need to test these things before God I do have a word from God 
for a lady called Pamela, and you prefer to be called Pamela. Uh, you do get called Pam, but your your real favourite is Pamela. Uh, and right, this is a really awkward word to share, but uh, you've put on quite a bit of weight during the lockdown through what you're eating, and the Lord says it's not good for you, Pamela. You really need to cut back on some of those things because you're reaching uh, levels of unhealthiness and the Lord is just bringing this word to you. You're on your own right now, I think, so there's nobody with you. Nobody knows who this is really for and the Lord wants to communicate this directly to you. Cut out some of that sweet stuff. You've been eating a lot of sugar and God says, cut back. Get back on a healthy diet so that your weight will come off. You need to do that for your own health. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know why that one came. Maybe it was the only way that that person could hear. I don't have anything else. If you watch uh, the old This Online on the Saturday night here on Light to North, you'll see there that God began to give me some words of knowledge for different people so you can always watch those to uh, have a, an understanding of, of perhaps how you might get these things but remember this I'm talking about words here we've got the wisdom uh, sorry the visions the uh, pictures dreams actions pain even in an area of, of your body now there's a man watching you're 54 years old um, you're married you have two children and you're watching in Hertfordshire now you're not actually watching live you're watching the recording so you're going to hear this later and God wants you to know that the pains you've been having in your stomach you're being healed of right now as you watch this broadcast it's like the Holy Spirit is laying hands on you and the Holy Spirit is coming upon you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus and you're being healed Thank you, Jesus. Well, praise God. I think it's probably time that we brought this morning to an end. Uh, you can go on praying for one another. You can go on ministering to one another. Please do. But not just today. Obviously, grow in this. Uh, another way you can get words of knowledge uh, is when you're just praying and you can write things down that you've got from God to share with others. Uh, that's a very important thing to do. We talked more about that, I suppose, uh, last week when we were talking about the gift of prophecy remember these are all closely linked and really really eagerly seek the gifts Paul says eagerly seek these gifts but don't forget the wisdom one because you need God's wisdom to know exactly what to do with these things when you have them and not just fire them off like great salvos but to bring them with love and compassion to reveal that heart of God 
Okay, so thanks everybody. It's been great having you watching this morning. I pray that you are thoroughly blessed. We will follow this up in the Q&A on Tuesday. You can come and ask lots more questions about what these things are. We had a great Q&A last Tuesday. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, very worth watching it. We talked about the gift of prophecy. There was lots of practical uh, wisdom ideas coming from all kinds of people all over the place. That is live here on Light to North at four o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. If you can't get to the live, and we love you at the live because you can send in your questions and you can send in your answers as well. We can have that whole like discussion going. So we love it when you join us live. But if you can't join us live, a lot of people are back at work and different things like that now. Don't forget to watch the recording later on so that you can pick up on that. We will explore more this whole thing of words of knowledge, words of wisdom, uh, unless we are led in another direction completely by the Holy Spirit in between or people are bringing in stuff that they, they want to talk about. I've been interesting at how closely what we're doing as mirrors the whole church reset series that's been going on as well. That's three of those a week that have been going out. Uh, and if you've not had a chance to watch those, I believe God is speaking to us through them. They are kind of a prophetic series. Karina says, I love the Q&A. Thank you, Karina. It's always good. You always um, uh, you always send in and really take part, and we love that. Uh, I will have to watch again uh, as I had to rush out to get Jen and Zena. Oh, yes, you did during the middle of it. Well, yes, well worth watching again to the end. Um, I was on with, last week I was on with Ron and Claire. Oh, and I've just, the, the third person has gone out my head. Who was the third person? Oh, you can you can put that up here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Who was the third person on my three people? Gemma. It was Gemma. Fancy forgetting my daughter-in-law, my wonderful daughter-in-law. It was Gemma, Ron and Claire. Uh, this Tuesday, it will be a different group of people. Love to see you. Olive says, thanks, Paul. Great message this morning. We'll watch it again as I didn't get everything down. Thank you, Olive. That's really clone. And Brian Blacklock is saying, can you send us a link to your talk on speaking in tongues? Missed it. We would love to hear it. It's right here on Light to North, uh, Brian. It will. It, it's actually called Speaking in Tongues. And it's two weeks ago. So it's one of the Sunday live streams. OK. And if you go to it, you'll see where it says Word and you can click and you can go straight to it and listen to it. So hopefully help. Dan and Gemma are now telling me that it was Gemma. I'm just a little bit pleased that I remembered in time. There's a lot of things go around in my head on a morning like this. Well, that's it. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. Uh, keep safe and um, just join that great adventure of being released in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.